Welcome to the Bottled Soccer Talk podcast. My name is Nestor. I'm joined here by Henry, and this is uh, Two Guys, Two Mics, Two Pints, uh, the soccer podcast where we just bullshit for, I don't know, an hour or so a day, two hours. What's up, man? Chilling, man. Just, uh, you know, glancing at this weekend of football, a bit strange with mixtures of cup games and international break coming in. Um, but overall, doing well. Um, it's episode 40, so you know we always have a player on deck. And this week's player is one for the future. So this is just uh, Scout Henry talking to you. Mateo mm-hmm. Ruggeri, uh, left back for Atalanta. It's only right as today I'm drinking some Peroni. That's my bottle of the day. Um, <laughs> uh, the Italian beer, and this is an Italian left back, Mateo Ruggeri, number 40. Remember the name. Want to remember. Yes, sir. Um, do you play any... Uh, uh, FIFA? No, not FIFA. Um, football Manager? No, I've I've wanted to though. I've heard it. I heard it's very addicting, but it also requires a lot of effort, time. It's like very uh, tedious. If you yeah, will. you seem like the kind of cat that would uh, get into it. Oh, I, I know. That's why I have. And, it, and that's the exact reason why I stay away from it because yeah, I know same. I know I'll just I'll go crazy and uh, mm-hmm. just spend all my life on it. Right. Basically, when I when when I saw this player and I read into him, I immediately thought I was like, man, if I was playing FIFA Career Mode. This is a guy I would probably buy off the rip just for potential because you know he's going to improve. And it's funny how FIFA in, ti- in, in a lot of instances reflects reality sometimes. Like I remember players from yeah. back then. I remember I signed uh, maybe like three FIFAs ago. I signed uh, Yuri Tielemans from Anderlecht, who's now at Leicester, and he's mm-hmm. blooming into this great player. So it, it's kind of funny when, when you he do had a, operate. Yeah. He had a stop in France too, though, right? Yeah, I think he was out on loan at uh, some club. I'm forgetting now. But, but yeah, you can... Yeah. yeah. It's fun. Yeah, I know. Sure. And you always feel good. Like, oh yeah, I signed that guy on my team a few years ago, and now he's, yeah. he's starting to blow up a little bit. Yeah, it's really cool. It's I, like I'd a, love to be in the scouting industry, honestly. Oh, yeah, it, man. it seems like a cool little uh, realm. It's like finding a good band. Mm-hmm. Or artist. Exactly. Uh but yeah, uh, anyway, so number 40, um, kind of, uh, kind of a lot going on, kind of not. There was half a match week in the Prem because of the FA Cup, and then there was a full La Liga uh, weekend, and now we're starting to get towards like the international break, so we can get into that after we do our little uh, review and preview segment. Um, so uh, anything else that we got to talk about before... Uh, before the previews and reviews. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, not really. I think a lot of it will tie in uh, to some of the matches we uh, we talk about in a bit. So, yeah. And we got uh, the Fulham Leeds game going on in the background. Anthony Robins- Robertson or Robinson? Yeah, uh, Robinson. Robinson. He's just. Tr- yeah. Uh, he just sliced the ball trying to cross it. Damn, what a save, Melier. Yeah, he's having a good game. Yeah, but um, yeah, uh, let's get into the review. For uh, the past weekend, and um, we'll talk about the Premier League games, and then we can get into the uh, into the FA Cup games, just so we don't get our just so we don't cross swords. Yes, sir. Uh, so yeah, starting off was Friday, March nineteenth. Uh, Leeds versus Fulham. Fulham's at home. Relegation implication for uh, for Fulham. And uh, and Leeds made it happen, man. Uh, two to one. Yes, sir. Patrick Bamford. He's uh, he's okay, man. 
He's I know, decent. I know you're not a big, big uh, Prince Bamford guy, but... Oh, he's solid. He's solid. I, I just don't... I don't know if he belongs in the discussion for England's best strikers yet. But, you know, what I do appreciate is his consistency. He's been pretty consistent throughout the whole season. Yeah, he's... Uh, Maybe, maybe the, deserved a spot over Watkins, I might say. I would put him over Watkins for sure. Yeah, and we'll, we'll and we'll touch on that later. Yeah. the whole England uh, uh, call up situation. Um, but yeah, Leeds two to one. I'm watching the game. It's actually pretty pretty even as far as quality goes. Both teams are close. Yeah. In, in yeah, in terms of that. Yeah. Um, and I just, I just got to keep saying that Fulham, they are beautiful at linking up, getting in, getting possession. Passing is amazing, but once they get to that, you know, final third, that last quarter of the pitch, ah, it's just like the the lights turn off and and they become like clueless what to do, what to do next. They're like, "Fuck, what do I do now?" I didn't know. I didn't think I'd get this far. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's almost it almost works out too well to be true for them. You know, they they link passes like a top six side at times in terms of. Uh, you know, conducive attack, and it's all thanks to that man there, uh, Scott Parker. Scott Parker. I, I think he's done a brilliant job implementing that play style to a recently promoted team. I mean, there's nobody else that compares besides the guy he's opposing there, uh, Bielsa. Those are just two managers that, I and mean, Graham Potter as well, but these two in particular. You're watching these two teams play, and it's it's better than some matches of, of teams that are, like, mid-table, you know? Yeah, it's entertaining football. Yeah, totally. They're, they're not, like, shithousing. They're not... Playing anti football, they're they're really trying to get after it. Exactly. And I think for both teams, they're they're lacking somewhat creativity in that last part of the pitch as well. Yeah. But I guess I gotta say that you know when you have Rafinha and even Patrick Bamford, um, they're probably the best players on the pitch. Yeah. Uh, at their job, Rafinha by far, and Bamford is able to finish, whereas Fulham don't have that sort of finisher on their. Yeah, they don't have enough squad. of that. They, I mean, and you mentioned those two players, and then you also add in Jack Harrison, who who's really good. I think Jack Harrison might would be the best attacker on Fulham currently, or at least up there with Bobby De Cordova Reed. Yeah. Um, but you know, and Lookman and and a lot of them. But yeah, I agree with you. I think if Fulham's able to successfully make a great escape, uh, that's a really fun team to watch going forward. I mm-hmm. hope they stay up, but you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they will, man. Newcastle just stinks. Mm-hmm. They do. That they do. And then moving on from that, uh, Saturday, March 20th, uh, Brighton uh, hosts uh, Newcastle. And uh, like we like we just said, Newcastle stinks, especially without their two of their best players. And uh, they got a three-piece. I think it's the first time all season that Brighton scored three goals. <laughs> Did I say that last time? No. Nah. Oh, that must have been about another team. No, it was about another team, I remember. I think it was uh, Burnley. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think you're so. Right, you're right, yeah. You're right. But, yeah, they scored three on Newcastle, and, I mean, what can you say? It's the usual suspects, Trussard and Mopé. Yeah. And, well, they got his goal in, finally. It's always him, man. I, I figured these guys uh, may be going to bigger clubs, like, Sooner than later, um, especially Trossard for me, he's probably the most talented player on that team. Um, yeah, man, you know it's funny. I was watching, you know, to earlier I mentioned to you watching the Belgian Belgium game. He comes in at the very last, you know, five minutes or so, but 
I was like, dang, he really plays that. He's playing for Belgium, a Belgium, you know. It's like you don't expect that from a Brighton player. Yeah, I didn't even know he was Belgian. Yeah, yeah, honestly, I thought he may have been, uh, like you said, French or like a Frenchman that's not even considered, right? Like somebody like, uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that's French and like. Uh, uh, Anderson for Fulham is really nice too, man. Yeah, he, he he's got nice. a goal in that game. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's a, a nice good player, player, man. That's he's a good young, prospect, he's, and he he's yeah. not really uh, hasn't really gotten that much playing time he, with some of the other players. He's getting a lot of attention lately, though. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, you were saying? With oh Trussard? yeah, no, no, I'm saying like for me, uh, Trossard is one of those players who, if he was French, he's kind of forgotten. I feel, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, I, I think mean, he's, he's a player like. You know, garbage time for Belgium. Team. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think he'll. Uh, like I said, he'll be he'll be in the league for years to come. But yeah, three three to zero, Newcastle. Um, I don't know, man. They're it's like they're trying to get relegated at this point. And Steve Bruce, um, I think I mentioned this to you earlier. There was a report that said that he's out of the night out of the following nine days because of the international break. Right. Six days are rest days. Sheesh. Now, I don't know if that means that they're not going to do shit, like, at all, with the players themselves. Obviously, the players are going to maybe try to stay fit, but if you're not practicing, you're not getting sharp. And if you're not sharpening, man, two, three days off, man, that that throws you off. And in a well, league like the, the Prem, I don't know if you can afford it. To be fair. Especially. What's I up? Fe- I was going to say, to be fair, though, like, sometimes I feel... Like, say if you were to get six days off from your current job consecutively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the other hand, me just trying to look at the other side, like, I feel like that would help s- for some part, like, your mental health and body recovery. But yeah. I, I see what you're there, seeing. There's that aspect of it for sure. But, you, you know, you're that's too much time, in my opinion. You, you're just not. Sheesh. You're just going to get dulled. Yeah. What a game from uh, Molier, huh? Yeah, uh, he is. He's, he's good. Man. He's a good keeper. He's French? Yep. I, I I think so. I think it came from Saint Etienne or something like that. Saint Etienne. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, um, I don't know. Six days off out of nine when you're in a relegation battle. And like you said, it, 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 it you know maybe they're trying something different. You know, yeah. Mentality wise, or just you know trying to ignore or put your head in the sand. Yeah. Is I he mean, an ostrich? I don't know. I doubt. I, I doubt he's that flexible. I just, I just wouldn't want him to, to do what Chris Wilder did to his boys and burn where they're at. You know, there's two extremes. Yeah, I think, I think for Newcastle, that's maybe not the solution. Yeah, maybe they should do three days. Let's meet in the middle. Yeah, four, five. Whoa. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, it is a bit staggering though that they're it's not weird. gonna. Yeah. It's kind of just ignoring the situation. It's almost like they're giving up already. Like, fuck it. All right, well, why are we even showing up? You, do you think if the stadiums were allowing crowds that Bruce would still be having a job? Mm, do you think well, crowds saying, well, like, yeah. Bruce out would influence the board? And and also just money. Just money, too. Like, you yeah. have money to have that uh, financial flexibility to be like, right then. <laughs> I'll go hire, hire Nigel Pearson or somebody, you know. <laughs> uh, Tim Tim Sherwood or somebody, I I don't think they can hire anybody right now. They, uh, Chris Wilder's out of a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, but um, I mean, Slavin Bilic is going to be a guy who I think we'll probably we'll see again at some point. 
Did uh, he go to China? Oh, that's right, huh? Yeah, he did sign with a Chinese club. Sheesh. Yeah. Well, the thing is, the state of, of Chinese football is kind of hitting the, the fan right now as well. I don't know if you oh, heard man. about that. I, I heard something about it, how it's like the money situation is all fucked. Yeah. And that's due because everyone was splurging on, you know, Oscar and, and, <laughs> and uh, you know, Carrasco, Carrasco. Tevez, I think. Paulinho. Paulinho. Man. Remember when he came back to Barcelona? Yeah. And he had a couple of goals, like some shit-ass goals. Yeah. And people and were like, he's back. He's he, back. Yeah, oh, whoa. What happened? It's fucking Barcelona fans, man. Hey, whoa, whoa. They're an interesting lot. But anyway, um, yeah, Newcastle's just suck. And uh, I really think they're going to get relegated. I'm just looking forward to that. I'm watching that game no matter what, the the uh, Fulham versus Newcastle at the end of the season. Word. <laughs> Are you also going to watch West Brom's last game? Uh, West Brom. If if Sam if uh, Sam Allardyce is managing, he's just getting like in the uh, 82nd minute when they were down four to one. Uh, he's just gonna go walk into the tunnel. <laughs> she. I quit. I quit. <laughs> we always come up with new scenarios for that cat. Yeah, well, <laughs> he's he's a topic of discussion anywhere he goes, man. He's a big personality. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, personality. <laughs> Um, moving on from that, uh, unless you had final thoughts on the... No, no, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much everything. Um, West Ham hosting Arsenal, two London clubs yes, going, sir. going all out for a three to three Duke, Duke out. Dukeums. Oh man, full on, well, West Ham were up three to zero at one point. Yeah, it was looking bad for Arsenal. It was looking really bad. Well, bad in terms of just the way the goals came about. Not, not. I don't. I wouldn't say they were being played off the pitch, but I don't know. I don't know. West Ham had a like that that Jesse Lingard banger. And then there was that. Uh, was it an own goal? Uh, yeah. Or like some kind of deflection. Yeah, off uh, the first one was off Susek, and then the second one was off. Uh, Wait Dawson. no no. I'm, what I mean is the goals against uh, Arsenal in the in the first half. Oh okay no yeah no that one was clean through. No the the Lingard goal was nice. It oh, was yeah. uh there were, I think it was a Bowen. Oh yeah Bowen, like right after like two minutes later. Yeah. Was it was it a um, I don't even remember. I think it had take, taken a deflection. Oh oh uh, it had like. He he came on to goal and it just barely made it into the, like the near post. Oh okay yeah it was like a little uh, chop shot. Yeah and then uh, and then a header down from uh, Mikel Antonio that got uh, the foot of a uh, Suchek. Oh yeah yeah definitely remember that. Uh, so they they had some fortune, and I think there was like a penalty shot as well that wasn't called. Something light like that and then. Uh, I don't know Arsenal came in the second half and turned it around, man. Really yeah. good match. They had everything. Uh, how many times are you going to see two own goals in a match? Yeah, it's pretty strange. Pretty fortunate for Arsenal. Yeah, well, Arsenal in the end of the first half, they I know they scored one, but they got close to getting two. Saka was knocking on the door at the end of the first. And the second half, uh, Arsenal were much more effective. Odegaard, what a match he had. Yeah. The the pass that he gave to uh 
was it uh, on the right? Wow, what the hell was his name? He's like a newer guy. Um, I um, guess I can look up the lineup. Uh, oh, Chambers. Oh, Chambers. And uh, it was, I guess you can say, a hockey assist. Yeah. He gave like a reverse pass uh, towards the middle and just uh, Chambers was wide open. Yeah. And he launches it to, to the middle and it, and it catches a, um, Dawson's leg and it bounces in. Yeah. Uh, just one of those one of those hard crosses where the, he had to do something because uh, uh, Obama Yang was coming in the far post. Yeah. But I don't know, man. That that match, I don't know. It was it was entertaining. Uh, yeah, a lot of enter- entertainment in that one. I mean, a lot of goals. That's what we like. Um, anything else that you take away from that match? Not really, man. Um, I I think it was a. I mean, it's a testament to how good West Ham is, but how shaky Arsenal s- still are. You know. Uh, a game that they should be maybe performing better in, uh, in terms of goal creation, better defense too. They were on a decent defensive run, and it all went to shit in this match. So mm-hmm. they're gonna have to regroup certainly. But credit to to West Ham. Well, I think it's a better result for them. Yeah. You think it's a better result for West Ham than it is for? De- yeah, despite them being higher on the table, um, I think it's a it's a bigger result for West Ham. Yeah. Well, we both chose uh, Arsenal to win. Yeah. But yeah. if well, if West Ham won, they would have, uh, I think, tied uh, tied uh, Chelsea on points. Yeah, or, but they're just glad to be up them. there. I think I think they're just glad to be up there at this point. I, I think I think they belong where they're at. Um, I I don't know if I agree with that. I think like I think this is a great season for them, but it's a one season wonder. I don't think they'll be back again. I think they've been very fortunate. If I'm honest, um, but really? uh, getting one point today is is massive though. That's what I'm saying. Or not today, but in this match, I I, I can't I can't see them finishing top six again next season. I think Spurs are gonna improve. Spurs uh, are gonna improve for sure. Everton are gonna improve. I mean, it's just I don't know. I think it's they took advantage of a great season where a lot of good teams fell. Liverpool being one of them. I mean, it's just. But respect, though. I just don't that's, think... Okay, that's a that's a valid opinion. Yeah, I mean, but, you know, I, I it makes me sound like a hater on West Ham, though. I'm not trying to say that. You got to give credit to where credit's due. They've got some good results, you know. Um, but, yeah, I think Arsenal on, on their day are a better team and should yeah, be. I think Arsenal honest. still created more, and they were, uh, and uh, West Ham were fortunate that Arsenal didn't finish their chances. Yeah, yeah, like I, that's could've. what I'm saying. It's a better point for West Ham in the grand scheme. Um, From a statistical standpoint, I was just impressed by Odegaard. Really, yeah, I, I think he's like so good at dictating the offense. Just he makes them he makes them flow so much better when he has the ball and mm-hmm. he's able to pick a pass, find a, find through passes that aren't obvious. Uh, like I said, that chance he created for Chambers was amazing. Yeah, um, uh, I, and I think we're finally seeing what the hype was when. When uh, Real Madrid signed him when he was like 15 or 16. Yeah. You know, we're finally seeing the version of Odegaard that you're like, hey, maybe this guy at some point can contend to be a Ballon d'Or winner. Yeah. We, we just need to see it more consistently. More though. consistently. And obviously, you want to you want to get that sort of um, performance of three points. You yeah. want to get three points out of that sort of performance. But yeah. Um, Arsenal think, has some thinking to do by signing him. Well, that's the th- yeah, that's the thing. I don't know if that's going to be possible. I don't know if it's official, but I'm hearing rumors that he has a 350 million buyout clause. That's just that's just not attainable for any club. I, well, those are those are um, 
basically fuck off prices. I'm, I think we were talking about the whole release clause thing uh, a while back or a couple of days ago. Yeah. Where it's more of like, that's, you're not just going to take our player and, and, you know, we're going to settle for 70 million release clause that you can activate and let our guy walk. This is more like a, all right, let's negotiate. Let's meet somewhere that's reasonable. Yeah, so obviously no one's paying more than, I mean, in all honesty, what is he, like a $100 million player, $90 million Yeah. today? And that's because of potential, not not necessarily from performance. Well, that, the thing, that the way that these buyout clauses should be treated are kind of like the way that a eBay bid is, right? Like, not even, I'd say, that's the, the price you can buy them for. This is the the absolute lease we'll take, and we can start working from this price. I don't I don't think those astronomical fees for a player are, are good for the game. It It's like you're holding a player hostage, and you're making it impossible for other clubs to buy talent, even if you want to bench them or whatever. Um, but, I mean, you know, I know Spain does the buyout clauses religiously. It doesn't really happen too often in England. Well, um, it's... Um, it's uh... Uh, in in Spain in La Liga, it's like that has to be part of the contract. You have to have a release clause. That's and and when when does it click with the owners to put a reasonable reasonable price? Is my thing. Well, because I know they're not paying three fifty mil for a player. Well, well, no, of course not. Um, it's more of a way of protecting themselves. It's kind of like insurance in a way where they're like, okay, we're not going to lose our guy for that. Mm-hmm. So if, if we value him highly. We're not going to just let X Club come up and pay the release clause, especially yeah. for someone like Odegaard or I or know Asensio has a crazy uh, release clause, too. It, yeah. No one's going to pay that. And they know that it's more of like a fuck off. That's our good. That's our good player. But now <laughs> but now <laughs> for uh, for Odegaard, it's like, OK, we, we can work with this. Well, I mean, I think I think that that clause has to be com- completely diminished because no, no club is playing more than seventy, maybe eighty mil for him. They'll be able to negotiate, though. They have to. I mean, yeah, I mean, or else the, he's not getting bought. It, Real Madrid can can totally say, okay, we'll take eighty million for him. Can they? I don't know. I, I, if there's a contractual agreement, they can do that. Yeah, they can totally do that. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be interesting to see how that. I'm works. pretty sure even Reguilon went for something reasonable, not his actual release clause. I didn't even know he had a release clause. But the release clause is mostly just a way to get past the negotiating process. And if if they want to, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Upa Meccano. He was only, what was his release clause? 40? 45? That's, that's my point. See, that's fine. That's fine. That's reasonable. And, and I happen to think Leipzig kind of <laughs> shit the bed on that one. He well, was like, really? Ah, but, you know, okay, so this is the thing. Like, let's like like just rewind the tape. You sign Upamecano as a promising 18-year-old mm-hmm. and give him that release clause knowing that you only pay 2 mil right now yep. or 10 mil max, you know, something. Yeah. You make 30 mil profit assured now. But now that seeing how good Upamecano is, you're like, fuck, they could have got 70 mil. But at least these these prices are, are you know, they're doable. I, I don't see how, like, I mean, I get it, what's your, your point about, you know, like this is more insurance. But I feel like if clubs are going to put those kind of prices on a player, they should have to be able to put up that money or or do something, you know. Yeah. Um. Well, you know damn well, uh, uh, Bayern wouldn't have paid seventy million for him. Nah, nah, they wouldn't have. They're 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 smart buyers, and I will give them that. And not only that, but they do it well in their own league. Yeah. The interesting part is, 
I wonder if this is part of Tebas' strategy as well to make sure that the best stars in the league don't leave until their contracts expire. Yeah. It's, 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 it's interesting. It's something worth talking about. But in terms of Odegaard, just going back to the, the horcrux of the conversation here, yeah. um, I think it would be wise for him to stay with Arsenal, even if it's for one more year on loan. Mm-hmm. You know, that'd be cool. Uh, because paying that price is not going to be doable, man. But I think he loves he loves London. The fans have embraced him from afar. You know, looking at the fan reaction cams, yeah. I think he's promising. And Ceballos, on the other hand, he may have to step back and go. He's looking like surplus now yeah. that Odegaard is playing uh, as the best player for he'll, Arsenal. He'll probably have to go back to Spain and and maybe settle at a club like Alaves. For, for <laughs> damn. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, he's not that good, man. I could see him like at a. Maybe like a Valencia? Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that. Valencia, some like mid, mid-table mid team where he's going to play week in, week out, you know, play a full 80, 90 minutes. Um, I mean, even like a Villarreal type team. He's good. He's just not not going to – he's not Odegaard good where he's going to show promises of getting us Champions League level. Yeah, he ain't, he's not a own. wonder kid. You ain't a wonder kid. They don't love you like that. You don't have no three three hundred fifty million release clause. Shit, you ain't you ain't countrymen with Haaland. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a bonus now. If you play with Haaland, you're thirty. <laughs> you're certified. Yeah. Anywho, three uh, to three West Ham Arsenal. Yes, what sir. a match. And then uh, another London game. Uh, Aston Villa hosting uh, Tottenham. Yes, sir. Where exactly is Aston Villa? Like, like in in the Midlands. Midlands. Countryside. Countryside. Yes, sir. It's uh, it's not too far from London, just a bit north. Okay. Yeah. It's like well, near Birmingham and and all those cities. Well, uh, let me tell you that uh, Tottenham put a two piece on them, two to zero. Shit, sent that sorry country ass home. <laughs> sorry, Dean Smith. Uh, but you know. As expected, really. No Grealish, no party. Um, you know, my, my thing was, from the get-go, it was a very... I mean, the first half was much more competitive. Uh, Carlos Vinicius scored his goal, and he was it was funny because he was going at it with Mings, and he's a very, like, you know, corpulent player, as I like to say sometimes. Like, he's very rough and tumble. Like, he, he likes using his body, and I like that, you know? Um, Vinicius? Yeah, uh, Vinicius, uh, and... and uh, you know, I was glad to see him get his goal. And then, yeah, Harry Kane, you know, layers it off with a penalty, padding his stats more. Uh, nah, I'm just kidding, man. Respect. He, he's their best player every day for me, Kane. Like, even this game, he, he only got a penalty, but he created so much for them. Um, yeah, he's very, yeah, he's very creative. His passing is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, not much more you can say about uh, Kane. But there, there has been, like, this conversation of, uh, of Kane. Well, Kane and Son, really. Sonaldo. Are they... Should they stay with Tottenham? Should Tottenham stay with them? <laughs> should Tottenham stay with them in their best interest and, and keep this this manager at, at the helm, knowing that it, the system isn't quite working, at least to the level that they deserve to play at, the level, the level that they were playing at? Well, okay, so, you know, looking at the stats, I, I saw this earlier. Ah. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Spurs have four most goals mm-hmm. in the league, and the third fewest allowed. That's, that's that, that should man. say something, right? It 
and yeah, I the totally goals allowed the goals allowed speaks a lot more than the goals that they've scored because there have been games I think between four games they've scored about thirty percent of their total goals. Just just outliers like the Manchester United match. Yeah, yeah. That's and, that's uh, the thing. But the the goals allowed, it, it was surprising to me because for a good while, they were conceding goals like crazy. They were leaking. The thing is, they they don't have too many bad defeats under the, under their belt where, where they've been humiliated. Because it's mm-hmm. hard to humiliate a Mourinho team the way they set up to play. I feel like that's it's, it's great and all, great defensive record. And, and it's actually pretty impressive that they're fourth in scoring. But... You know the games that that mattered, they didn't win, so that's why they're not so high on the table. I th- I think they do a magnificent job of playing against teams like Villa, like they did this week, and uh, you know this is where they get their goals on. You know, um, they're they're flat track bullies. They're I wouldn't say that. I mean, they're, they're, well, they're you're supposed to beat you're supposed to beat the smaller teams, right? Of course, of course, mm-hmm. but on not not on. I don't think they beat the big teams as often. You know. I mean, yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, the I mean, but this year most teams' record against the big teams, I mean, they they kind of cancel each other out, right? For well, the see, most like part. they're they're the like for me, United play play well against the big teams and cock it against the bad teams, quite often. But yeah, United has very few wins against the top teams. I think maybe one or two. Yeah, but they that. haven't lost too many either. But yeah, they haven't lost them, but you know, they I they haven't really. I know what you're trying to say. Yeah, and, oh, uh, and, I mean, yeah, yeah, just my whole point is that I, I don't think Mourinho's the guy, man. <laughs> I've said it from the beginning, but... Mm-hmm. But they've been scoring more lately. Yeah, but... They, they've been they've opened themselves up a little bit. So they have been some adjustment. They, they went on that really bad run, like, a few months ago. Yeah, a couple months ago, I think January. I, I still don't think they're much different of a team, truthfully. they Let's not forget, they got, <laughs> they got smacked by... I forget the team's name, uh, Dynamo. Oh, you know? Kiev. Uh, it's like they're still a banter club. They're hard to take serious, and I don't know. I mean, Mourinho, there is the acclaim and the reputation, but I don't know if he's the guy to get him out of that slump. Okay, um, but I, I guess back to my original question: Do you think Son and Kane, obviously them being the the superstars of the team, you think they should stay or no? I think they should leave Ex- expeditiously. <laughs> no, no, for real. I, I, they're, they're wasting their best years there. There's man. been a lot of talk that uh, City should just say fuck it and pay whatever it takes to get Kane. How do you uh, feel about that? Being a City fan, I would prefer to get Danny Ings. Wait. Yeah, not not because Danny Ings is better. I I just don't want to pay an astronomical fee and put money in the Levy's pockets. Let, let some other club do that. I don't want to be that club. Kane's a great player. I still, I think he's having a great season. I don't see him improving. I don't see Danny Ings improving either, but at least we can pay less for Danny Ings. You don't see Harry Kane improving? No, no. Wow. I think, I see him regressing, if anything. He's playing great right now, but for me to believe that an Englishman is going to have the best years of his career, 30 and after, I'm sorry, son, but you have something else coming at you. Um, I'd still rather get Haaland, for sure, over Kane. Any day. Mm. Any day. I'll get Lautaro over Kane. Hmm. Yeah. Kane's well, a great is it, player. Is it because Kane is like a hundred and whatever million? He's going to cost a lot, bro. I just know. I don't want to pay that. I don't want to be... I think whatever... I think anything more than a hundred for Kane is too much. But that's the thing. It's And it is going to be sh- past a hundred because the, he's English. I know Levy's valuing him at 150. He's tripping on that. Yeah. I don't want... I'd rather pay 150 for Haaland. 
straight up. I know maybe he's not as proven as Kane yet. Kane has has, has had a long career, but I think mm-hmm. uh, Haaland's Haaland's form is just amazing, you know. Yeah. And it's not going to shake off. It's only going to increase. I, I promise you. <laughs> I I don't think I don't see it. Uh, I don't see it sustaining for for very long. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's uh, not good. But I I would like to see Harry Kane go to Real Madrid or fuck. somewhere. No. I don't know. I don't know. I think if Real Madrid pays 100 and whatever for Kane, I think it would be stupid. <laughs> I don't want to pay that, bro. Yeah. It's just the asking price is too much is what it is. Yeah. But, you know, those two players that you mentioned, I think they should leave Spurs, man. It's It's been too long already. Their best chance at, at a really big moment. Yeah, if they want to... Kane, Kane deserves some silverware, man. Mm. Yeah, I guess. And for For a player like that, he's... One of the best players of his generation. <laughs> I don't know. If for Englishmen, I agree. Yeah, I don't think yeah. like all time Prem. I think he's he's gonna be me- he's gonna be remembered. But yeah, yeah, we'll remember Harry Kane. Yeah, that's what I meant. Like his generation. Yeah, he's not Thierry Henry or even Aguero or anything like that. Or th- does he give Rooney a run for his money? I don't like Rooney. I know that's why I was asking because yeah. that. So yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give a lot of players. Credit over Rooney, Gerard, Scholes, Van Nistelrooy. Ben, uh, for ben, well, that's a that no, that was a scorer. Ah, uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, moving on from the Tottenham game, Tottenham get an important three points. You know, not bad, nothing big, nothing bad, a little something, something. And uh, that's pretty much it for the Premier League. Yes, sir. There was a bit of a FA Cup going on. You good? Yeah. <laughs> Bit of FA Cup, so we can talk a little bit about that as well. Uh, Saturday, March 20th, Bournemouth versus Southampton. The Cherries. Southampton. We both predicted Bournemouth to get an upset, but Southampton, (laughs) they make it to the semifinals. Uh, Your boy Janepo scored and uh, Nathaniel Redmond. Two goals. Yes, sir. Um... I can't say I watched this one because it's no, just I not interesting to me. Uh, Southampton are... They, they're they not it, that good. Yeah, if they didn't start the Prem off as good as they did, they to me, Get they'd it. be... Oh, there you go, Rafinha. Sneaky little finish. Um, yeah, if they didn't start off the Prem so well this season, they'd be in a relegation battle, I think, with the way they've been playing. Yeah, I totally agree. Um the thing, the thing about this game is I was inspired and hoping yet that the magic of the FA Cup would take over. I wanted to see Bournemouth make it through, but fair play. Southampton stepped up, um, got the points. Uh, I mean, not the points, but got the, the draw through. I think, uh, who are they playing? They're not playing City. City played Chelsea next, but it's going to be interesting to see how they fare in their next match. Oh, Leicester. Oh, Leicester, yeah. It's going to yeah. be a good one. But, um, yeah, 3-0. to And then... Uh, Everton versus City, uh, 2-0, Yeah, Manchester City. Yeah, it was kind of a tough game for, for both sides. No, yeah. It was uh, how, uncharacter, uncharacteristically uncreated for City. I thought, I thought uh, Everton played a great defensive game, and, and I have to give them credit for that. They played, the, they played us the same way United plays a lot of times. Like, just a very good defensive performance. But... You know, eventually they were going to crack, even if it went to extra time. I didn't think it was going to go to penalties. I thought we, we dominated the ball well enough. 
But, you know, mm. every time we got into the final third, they they had a, a really good approach of cutting off the the typical angles of passes that they make and, mm-hmm. and all that. But I still felt that we, you know, deservedly won. I think as soon as uh, De Bruyne came on. De Bruyne! What a player. City just looked a lot more dangerous in the attack. Well, his passes were just a lot more creative and uh, it gave them the space that they needed to, to get the goals that they did. Well, that, um, that's a big game player. That's just a great player in general. Your first goal didn't come until the 84th minute. Yeah. How, so how many teams? Extra team, extra time like that. I'll tell you what. I could probably count the teams on my hand this season who have shut us out for 84 straight minutes. United's one of them. Yeah. Tottenham. Tottenham. I'm drawing blanks now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, credit West to Brom? Everton. Huh? West Brom? Uh, to be or, fair. Or was we, it a 1-1 one, one draw? 1-1. One, one, oh, but okay. they, that okay. was close. Uh, but I'm saying, like, like they played zero. a really good defensive match. and uh, What a pass. What a pass, Bamford. Bumford. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> we are farmers. Bum, 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 Bumford. <laughs> I swear, man. I can't wait to see him back in the championship. <laughs> bum ass. Nah, just kidding. He's a good player, bro. I'm um, clowning. Uh, uh, but, yeah, man. Gundogan just, again in the place to be. Mm-hmm. You know, some light. Yeah. I like the, I like the Boyne's goal. Oh, it was cheeky, absolutely yeah. cheeky. I mean, he he stares into the left, passes it to the keeper, uh, to to his right. I mean, into the net. It was just such a clean finish, and watching the ball bounce bounce back off the net, that's how you know he struck it well, man. Yeah. Um, he finishes better than some strikers. I'll go ahead and say it. Yeah, you get that boy a uh, full head of steam, and it's tough to stop him. Well, you know, it was interesting. Kyle Walker said, like, when asked who's the fastest player at City. Obviously, the the typical names Raheem and Foden, Kyle Walker, uh, Kyle Walker, obviously, and then uh, he's like, but you know who's really fast and is deceptive is Kevin De Bruyne, especially when he has the ball at his feet. He somehow is almost even able to run faster with it at his feet. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I think when Kevin De Bruyne is direct, and I think if he were to play on a counterattacking team, he'd even be such uh, just as deadly. You know, he's such a good player. Uh, so yeah. so good. Yeah. The main thing is just getting in front of him. Yeah. And it's tough because he runs into the gaps. And he knows how to use his body, too. He's a big boy. Uh, hey, whoa. We, we accept, oh, we accept all shapes and sizes that's here. A, that's we don't not, change That's him, not a handball? Uh, that's a tough one, Bamford. Yeah, oh. man. I'm telling you, Scott, Scott Parker's men this year, they haven't gotten much love. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's a uh, tough one. That's a tough one to call. Like, I'm not mad at it either way. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, City just do their thing, man. Um, yeah. Didn't look great, but you don't uh, need to look great when you have two goals. Two nails shut out? Yeah. What's not to like? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what's there to like, unless you're a City fan? Ah. Uh, yeah, I mean, the important thing, the quad is still alive. We'll see. Uh, I, I, we're still counting the Carabao Cup. You're, you're kind of rooting for Chelsea in the next round? Never that. Uh, I don't have any regional allegiances. Sheesh. I know. I like I just Chelsea don't, I just don't want to hear shit about the Carabao Cup. If, I get, if, if our team gets eliminated from a competition, I hope it's this one and against Chelsea. The FA Cup? Yeah. You, you prefer the, the Carabao Cup over the FA Cup? Yeah, why not? Really? I'll, I'll never pass up the chance to shit on Mourinho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to shut you out again. Uh, you say yeah, that. He can shut out these 
<laughs> uh, redacted. redacted. Anyways, <laughs> that's going to be fun, man. I can't wait. Um, yeah, next game, though. Chelsea, speaking of. Um, Pulisic, man of the match. Imagine that. I love that. Yeah, against the Sheffield United. Uh, hey, good, good, good job, Pulisic. Hey, give, give the kid minutes. He'll pay you back, man. I'm telling you. Um, Chelsea beats Sheffield United. Sheffield United is, uh, I mean, what can we say about them? No manager. They have a caretaker manager. They're going to get relegated with probably at least like top 10 lowest point totals in the season. Um, top, top three this point literally no great player i can really point to and be like well you know he's nice uh i'm sorry i'm sorry sheffield it was fun while it lasted Mm -hmm. hope you can come back up next season cheers uh yeah back to you henry (laughs) no but (sighs) it's it's tough to give chelsea too much credit ah i'm sorry it's just what can we say man they're they're beating uh Sheffield United, man. Uh, Sheffield United would have lost against a championship side, probably. Damn. 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 That's tough. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, 2-0, though. Not 1-0. Not 0-0. Yeah. 2-0. Yeah, it feels like there was a lot of own goals this week. Yeah. A lot of uh, friendly fire, but it happens. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, we, let's hear about Pulisic. Oh, man. I know you saw. I, I know I sent you that clip, right? Filthy, my boy is filthy. <laughs> you watch him on the right wing when he did a little culebrita, got by. Honestly, should have had a goal, man. Um, but you know, the keeper, great save. I, I'm liking his game. I think with the more minutes he gets, the more he'll be comfortable and confident to try stuff like that. Granted, it, it is Sheffield, but I'd like to see him get more minutes. I think he's showing uh, Tuchel now what, what he can offer. Yeah, and I'm sure Tuchel's very aware of what uh, Pulisic brings, you know. Mm-hmm. But this was a game that you you don't really worry too much, and you're able to experiment or to let, you know, let let him fly. Yep. Let him hang. Let your nuts hang. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Um, um, anyways, that that was probably the most predictable match of the cup trolls. Yeah, Ziyech is also. Uh, Scoring quite a bit. He's playing very well too. He's giving some uh, finally, Tuchel something to think about. Well, he, well, he's finally healthy enough to get a string, a nice run of games going. He's a healthy boy. Yeah, so you know he's going to be a problem next season. I think. Yeah, he's a problem. He's, he's he's tricky. He's got great passing ability. So yeah, two zero Chelsea. Cool as you'd like. Cool as a cucumber. And then uh, the next match. Jesus Christ. Jesus, Leicester, Nada. Leicester hosting United, Manchester United. And they get a, a 3-1 uh, win. Yeah. Um, I mean, what can you say? Uh, Kalechi is obviously the man of the match, man of the hour lately for Leicester. And I think he's playing great games, you know, not only against shite teams, but against really good teams like United. I thought, I thought United were going to win, to be fair, but... Yeah. Um, you know, because this was one of their few chances at silverware outside of Europa. We still have Europa alive, which is good. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, just got to give credit to, to Brendan Rodgers. And I thought, he, you know, tactically he's just set up well. He didn't mind conceding possession to United, although it was almost even on possession. But, you know, Leicester just generated so much on attack, not only through counters, but sneaky little buildup. Um, you know, uncharacteristic from United. Uh, 
And they just the have defense. a tendency for underperforming, you know, like yeah, in the, these matches. The defense for United has been really well, really good. Yeah, lately. typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. through the season, to be honest. Yeah. So to allow three, um, you know, that, that's a problem. But and, and it sucks that it's the quarterfinals of the FA Cup. You know, like you said, it's just an opportunity for uh, for some silverware that that United are famous lately for for bottling. Really, yeah. I, I feel like United were the favorites to win this one, and to lose it is it's fucking painful. It's a bit gutting, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, good game for for Leicester. I, it was interesting. They set out with the three four one two, and and United was more kind of pragmatic with the four two three one, very defensive. But I thought the numbers just benefited Leicester going forward, mm-hmm. and they were able to capitalize. So I mean, yeah. credit to them. Kalechi for me, uh, player of the month in the Prem. I think really? just off the way he's playing. I know this was a FA Cup match, but just in England in general, just he's been scoring weekly for about three weeks now or so. Yeah, he has like a good, like six, seven goals the last few days, last few weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, three to one. Now United are out, so we have our semifinalists: Southampton, Manchester City, Chelsea, and uh, Leicester. Uh, who do you see taking it? <laughs> I'm going to say City, man. But if we <laughs> don't, I, team, I think yeah. Chelsea, it's between City and Chelsea, whoever makes it out of that leg. Yeah, whoever wins that one. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see anything else. Imagine Sheffield, I mean, Southampton pulling it off. That'd be, be the amazing. craziest thing ever. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be crazy. I don't and like then that. Then he'll really cry. The manager will really cry for that one. Good. Well, <laughs> he deserves to, even yeah. though he'll get fired. Um, so, yeah, moving on from that. Um, there's no preview. No pre- no preview for FA Cup. That's still no, miles away. Yeah, no preview for the FA Cup and Premier League because uh, there's a there's an international match break this week. So uh, we'll move on to La Liga. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it, man. All right, man. So we'll start off with uh, Betis uh, hosting Levante. Betis gets a 2-0 win. Uh, yeah, Levante... Yeah, kind of up and down the last few weeks, but Betis stop and go as well. Um, good win, though. Your guy Fekir got on the board. Finally, man. Yeah, yeah. Um, not much to say there. It's one of those ones that I can't really say I took the time to watch. <laughs> yeah, that's it's one of those that isn't as appetizing as, as the others. And then on Saturday, uh, Athletic Bilbao hosting Abot for a 1-1 draw. Um, Abad for as I don't know as good as they can be were are kind of can't sustain a decent run of form last five games for example draw loss win win and then a draw so kind of tough to and that's all comps yeah kind of tough to to uh, really gauge how good they really are even though even though they're still in a mid table, thirty five points, um, and Abar man, they're pretty bad. It doesn't look good for them. Relegation zone. Yeah, uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they go down, man. I hope they don't. Though it's uh, like you said, the the Puru has a beautiful stadium. Want to keep that around for away days, but um, yeah, just a kind of predictable result. Actually, I'll say I, I had Bilbao winning. Um, so in the grand scheme, a good result for Abar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely uh, a um, 
Bilbao are the favorites. And then um, following game, uh, Celta Vigo hosting Real Madrid for a uh, ha, for a three one win for Real Madrid. Um, I would say it's a fair reflection of the game. Um, uh, Celta Vigo tend to show up. I don't know. I think it's like a hit and miss with them yeah. against Madrid. But uh, shit, man. Two goals from Benz. And an assist, I think. Oh, okay. Two goals and an assist, so not bad. Not bad. He's been on a tear lately for La Liga. He's probably one of the most uh, informed players, if not the most. Yeah. He's been playing so good lately. Not just scoring, but creating plays and making making that offense go. I think he's like the only offense that Madrid has. Only consistent offense anyway. Yeah. Um, But, but yeah, Celta, they're, they're they're actually not a bad team. They're, they're... have some some good players. Um, obviously, Araujo from from A three has a pretty good starting spot there. But um, I don't really know what to what else I can say about that. I I guess I like the fact that Zidane actually found a way to put Cross, Modric, Casemiro, and uh, Valverde yeah all in the midfield. Valverde has got like this sneaky sort of uh skill set where he can be a, a central midfielder, a holding midfielder and uh and a sort of winger cuz he was out to the right on this match but his runs aren't he's not you know tied down to the to the touchline. He he works in more central positions which kind of made it tricky for for Celta cuz he was able to make plays and and to you know make deceiving runs. Uh, forward, yeah, um, and uh, cross man, what what a game! What a game he had. He was, he was probably man of the match for me, other than Benz. If you know Benz hadn't, you know, had those good stats. Um, as for Celta, you know, Santi Mina, pretty good player for them. Oh yeah, um, their best. Uh, but Iago Aspas, man, one of the main contributors and. Uh, Best uh, best numbers in all the all of the league actually one of the top assisters as well hmm. made made things hard at points for for uh, for the defense. He has his way of dribbling that he can change direction like in an instant. Like, yeah, I said earlier like on a on a stride he can he can change. He has weird ball control, so he's he's really tricky. Um, overall, great performance from the defense and able to to. Uh, to shut them out uh, pretty pretty well. Um, yeah, that's pretty much everything I have to say about it. Asensio got on the board for for Madrid for the final goal. Yes, sir. He's finding himself uh, scoring not a whole lot, but you yeah. know, here and there. He came there. in for, for Crows and, and scored, so he must be better than Crows, right? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, there. <laughs> Settle. Yeah, no, I think he's, he's solid. I think uh, outside of Benzema... He's the most promising in front of goal, I think. Um, I maybe Modric has been decent at times, but like in terms of like being Goal-scoring able to finish, ability. yeah, in, in the box especially and outside, I feel comfortable when when Asensio has the ball in the final third. I yeah, I I agree with that. Um, he's got a good long range shot, and uh, he doesn't really tend to bottle too many too many opportunities. Just needs to, I don't know, 
be more creative, I guess. Yeah. Because um, unless they're, like, spoon-fed to him, he's not scoring. Nah, not too often. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, good, good match for Real Madrid and uh, just, just need to keep winning. Uh, Westcott versus Osasuna. Nil-nil. Donuts. We don't care. Valladolid um, uh, hosting Sevilla. Wow. 1-1 one, one draw. Sevilla just continues their... Yes, sir. And Stu, get this. Mm-hmm. Bono, the goalkeeper, was the only scorer for Sevilla. You don't see that too often. In a desperation uh, stoppage time. Uh, Thriller. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't really see that every day, man. Yeah. It's always kind of exciting to see that. Yeah, Definitely. It gets gets me proper bricked up <laughs> when a goalkeeper can be a wall and still score a goal. Yeah. Sheesh. Yeah, no shit. Well, he wasn't a wall when, uh, uh, well, against the penalty. To be fair, by Valladolid, you know, real real barn burners they are. 31 possession. 31%. Fucking hell. Two shots on goal. Yeah. That's including the pen, right? Yeah. <laughs> and they're fortunate for this result. I will say Sevilla, damn. They could have lost this had it not been for a miraculous moment from Pro Bono, <laughs> uh, the guy who uh, checked uh, your boy Holland, man. Let, yeah. Lest we forget. Yeah. The um, kid's got cojones. I'll give him that. <laughs> Sevilla's, uh, I don't know. They're not doing all that great. Nah. We can't feel too bad for them. I don't. They have a tendency for, you know, just producing uh, shithouse players. Yeah, I don't. Um their spoiler uh, until it comes time to grab their ankles so yep that's Saturday and then Sunday Hetafe versus Elche 1-1 okay uh, Valencia hosting Granada 2-1 that's somewhat of an upset right yeah yeah kinda mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a uh, I do like both teams you know they're both I feel like they're even on most days but you know obviously the table will tell you different uh, but yeah, good result for Valencia, much needed. Um, but yeah, uh, and then um, Villarreal hosts Cadiz for a two to one, yes sir, uh, win. Uh, Villarreal, by the way, I've been playing with them a lot on FIFA, and a pretty fun team to play with. Not a bad team, and shout out to La Vaca, Mu, Carlos Vaca, <laughs> sheesh, <laughs> that's a throwback. You know, Jackson Martinez is fizzled out, even Falcao to an extent. Carlos Vaca still going strong with Colombia. Respect. You think so? I mean, not going strong, but better than, than anybody else from that uh, front three of Colombia. Is Falcao still with Galatasaray? Yeah. How's he doing? Not too hot. Ah, shit, man. Henry Onyekaru, the Nigerian forward slash striker, I mean slash winger, it has been kind of like carrying the team right now. No shame on Falcao. He had and, a good uh, peak. He, uh, and a very short one. Whoa. Um, Can we compare... Falcao to Forlan? No, I was going to say uh, Falcao to Fernando Torres. Yeah, there's they have a lot of similarities. Very short peak. Very dangerous in their peaks, but mm-hmm. just a year or two where they were unplayable. And then after that, a couple of injuries. And Would you throw um, Alexandro Pato in that conversation? No, that he was different, though. Ah, uh, he's different. I don't know. Maybe, I guess. Sure, let's throw him in there. Like I, I feel like players that had like a nice two three year peak and then did fuck all. Yeah, 
And, and to be fair, to Falcao, injuries really fucked him up. Though. Well, yeah, same with Torres and I guess Pato too. Yeah. Hey. Venn diagram that, huh? Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. a good connection. All, uh, all fancied long hair at one point too. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and for Torres and uh, Falcao, the Atlético Madrid yeah. connection. Yeah. Uh, both <laughs> wore red in the prem. Uh, amazing hair. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, good uh, stealing chicks. I'll never forget that. I don't know if you remember this goal where it was on Barca too, if I'm not mistaken, uh, where Pato scored on them. Just a brilliant Champions League. Oh, goal. that that like ten second goal. Yeah, yeah, like he ran it. In, yeah, fuck, man. I, at one point, I literally thought that cat was gonna take over the world. I mean, me being a kid, like I'm like, fuck, man, this this cat's gonna blow up. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm kind of like, uh, I hesitate, unless someone's proven. Right, right, right. Mbappe to me is proven, so I, I don't hesitate in saying he's like the next big thing. Oh. But like with Holland and stuff like that, uh, I hesitate. Ah, uh, no, don't. Because it's I, been two years for him. Ah, uh, no, I think just, it's time. We just need to. Uh, I mean, I've been I've been on about him for like over a year. Like I've been, but mm-hmm. I mean, really, it was my city agenda at first. But now I'm like, fuck, man, this cat's like, mm-hmm. shit, scoring every week. Oh, by the way, the quality. We don't really talk Bundesliga on here, but man, the the goals he scored against Köln, man. It's just like it's crazy that a big dude like that has a touch like that, you know. Mm-hmm. We see big dudes like Lukaku, you know, touch of a fucking donkey. <laughs> and, you know, you see Haaland, it's like fuck, yeah. he's big, but he's a swan with he's the ball. He's got a, he's got a little bit of a Ibrahimovic to his game. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Robert Lewandowski, you know that that of, kind of cloth. A lot of actually a lot of Ibrahimovic, uh, uh, tall, technical. Well, um, I don't know if he's Nordic. as technical as a. As a uh, uh, Ibrahimovic, but damn near, damn near for sure. Yeah, I mean the guy. Slatan uh, uh, was saucy, man. Oh, you yeah. forget to, to this day, he was saucy, man. To this day, to this day, he's just like a straight finisher. But yeah, uh, back in his day, you know, we forget that. I he mean, there's a, a reason why he's played with all the big clubs. Yeah, oh, <laughs> uh, that that guy's a mercenary, bro. Yeah, dude, he goes everywhere. But um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, we we got out, we went off the rails on that one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Baca got, got the got the winner, and um, man, Colombia's just got bad luck with strikers. You know what's weird about Colombia is that they've always produced a lot of good attackers, and behind like from the midfield and behind, not much, with the exception of James. Even but, then, James again had the short. Yeah, peak, that's another guy. Yeah, but was he ever really like that amazing? I don't know. Yeah, I, I have. Yeah, I Cuadrado, agree. I think, has been, like, the most resilient, consistent oh, player. Yeah. Hell yeah. For Probably me, he's the best. too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, no, I think he's yeah. the best player they've ever produced. Uh, how, can I can I interest you in uh, Edwin Cardona? He's nice. And you know who else I just came to my mind? Uh, Luis Muriel, too, who's not that old either. He yeah. still has a, a Cardona, lot of Cardona, long shot merchant. That <laughs> motherfucker has a boot. He does, but that's all he wants to do. Yeah, he's like um like a uh, Marco Fabian for Mexico. Oh, like you get him a ball anywhere near the thirty yard line, he's oh he's gonna strike it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But to be fair though, when you have it like that, you know, fair play. But moving on to another South American gunner, Pistolero, el Pistolero Suarez, vamos Madrid, hostia, por el título. <laughs> I mean, the guy just can't stop scoring. He cannot, man. Yeah, I just don't know if Atletico have it in them. I just feel like they're gonna bottle it. 
You know, that's, that's the thing, though. And it's kind of annoying me that they're not winning convincingly. Like, 1-0 scrape you by against Alaves. Like, Alaves did give work to uh, Real Madrid, too, though. Yeah. They're, they show up to these fucking games. To be fair, though, it was because of the snow. Wait, was it that game? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, the icy one. Of the snow. Let's blame it on the snow. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But I just think they're going to bottle it. <sighs> ah, man. I don't know. I think they're going to bottle it. It's it's possible. I'm not I'm not doubting it, but I I still think that they're in good in good running right now to uh, keep that positioning. Okay. Yeah. If they keep getting these results like this, it's gonna happen. I mean, you have to win. So you know whether it's shitty or not. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter when you're lifting up the the trophy. Ooh, I see you, Robinson. Ref, yeah. how are you not calling that? Oh, that was all ball, son. <sighs> Come on. Anywho, yeah, I mean, not Robin, much to say. Robinson outside. has a tendency to just try and dribble through everybody. Yeah, he likes to take on defenders. Uh, you know, in his early days, he was more of a, a winger, so you can kind of see that in his game. Well, he's got he's tricky for sure, but oh, he's a trickster. He's no Sergio Dest, but damn near. Uh, did you see the video of Dest shaking up uh, the guys on the U.S. team? Oh yeah, I, I was gonna send you that, but I'm, I was gonna be like, ah, you're probably not even gonna enjoy it. You no, know, I thought it was I thought it was proper. Oh man. Like honestly, it's kind of disrespectful. Like to, it's kind of like shitting on the quality of the other players, and it's like ah. But he I like, like Kobe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're I was supposed like, to get better. He's like fuck. He's doing roulettes and shit. I'm like, para para. yeah. And it, and it's funny. Like the U.S. post that on the day where Netherlands could have used them the most. Oh, oh I know, up. I know. We'll uh, get into that in just a sec, man. Yep. I know we're bricked up for the international break. Yes, sir. Proper. Proper. Uh, and I'm bricked up for this next score line. <sighs> but but I thought you were a Sociedad guy. Ah, I mean, I'm a David Silva guy before anything. And I know if David Silva had to pick, he'd pick Barcelona to win the... Nah, just <laughs> But you know what? Uh, I will say if a, rare, a rare dominant result from Barcelona because they haven't done too much of this this season. I was just more, you know, geeked for Serginho Dest picking up two, you know, decent goals. Um, Got an assist too, right? Yeah, yeah, he got an assist too. So I mean, you know, it's it's nice. It highlights the the pros of his game. L- lest we forget, though, his defense can use a lot of work, and I'm sure if he does work on that, he'll be a top right back in the world. But um, uh, you know, drifting away from that, Griezmann, another guy who's kind of picking up form for Barcelona. We saw him score another goal today for. France. Yeah, he's been scoring a lot lately. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's, it's it's a little understated. Playing very uh, well. Yeah, and he's acclimated Messi, himself quite a bit. Yeah, Messi's gonna always do Messi things, man. Like that's guaranteed. Yeah. Week in week out, he got his brace. The, uh, the reports of his demise have been greatly exaggerated. Yeah, definitely. And Dembele picking up his goal as well, even though it's kind of towards the garbage time already. But uh, another guy who's picking up form. I don't know, man. Should should we start giving more credit to Komen, or was this a, a little bit lucky? Our Sociedad that bad? I don't know. Um, well, one, I don't think Sociedad's all that great, and uh, they've been showing it. Whoa. They've been showing it for months now, actually. Um, they they happen to be in 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 a fifth. Just yeah. I don't know. I don't know how, honestly. They, not they, bad. they started off really great, uh, but I'd venture to, if I dared look back in the last three months, that they haven't been all that good. Um, having said that, this is a good win for Barcelona. Like you said, they haven't shown it against the bigger teams, um, and they're just keeping that good run of form in the league. Um, 
So, yeah, they're dangerous still. Yeah. Now, is it Kumin? I, I don't know. Maybe he's just letting the boys play. I have, well, um, yeah, he has he has a lot of talent up there. The fact that he hasn't got more out of them until now is, is discouraging. But, yeah, like you said, I think they're just they're having fun now, the lads, and everybody's celebrating. Everybody looks happier. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not in a bad position, in truth. Like, they're, they're forming the league this calendar year, starting from January, has been pretty good. The, the 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 first month was tragic. The first month and a half, even I'll say, I think they picked months. it up since. Yeah. You know, um, but I I still think Bar. I mean, Barca, Real Madrid will probably finish second, I, and and then uh, Atleti at the top when I it's mean, all said and done. I mean, if we're gonna be honest, the quality that they still have, it's not, you know, just because they don't have uh, the the names like they used to, like the Iniestas and Xavi's and. Uh, all that shit doesn't mean that they... Damn, that was a nice dribble. Yeah. Uh, Loftus Cheeks. Yeah. Um, you know, just because they don't have those big names anymore doesn't mean that they don't have good players. Right. But some of their players, they're... I don't know. They're, they're putting a lot of pressure on them, and I, I don't know if that's really going to be working for them. But that's all they have, really. Yeah, and once so they leave, to they're going to be kind of... They're going to be in a tough predicament, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but... I don't know. They're they're doing good and uh, they should be winning. Yeah, they have to be. Surely they should. Okay, so that's our review for uh, La Liga. Again, no preview because international break. Um, which is let's talk about it. Let's talk about the break. Yeah. So first, I mean, we were gonna say this. I don't think we're gonna go over it, but. U23 uh, World Cup, I mean, sorry, Olympic qualifying is going on for CONCACAF. We don't care. I'm sorry. We'd love to discuss it, but most of the top teams aren't at full strength. Uh, Most of the players are playing in Europe. But, um, yeah, focusing on World Cup qualifying, which began today, um, some surprises. Turkey being Netherlands. We got to watch that one pretty closely as it was the earliest game of the day. Um, yeah, um... Yeah. I don't know, Netherlands... Fuck. They, I don't think they're that good. They're, they, they have names. They have na- a lot of good names. It's not like it's not like they're complete ass, but they play like it. Well, and, and a lot of people are saying that it comes down to Frank De Boer, the manager, who has a reputation for being shite. A- everywhere he's gone, Crystal Palace didn't work out. ATL United... They, they played worse under him than when they were playing under Tata Martino. Um, now he's with Netherlands, and they've, they haven't won many matches, so it's looking like, you know, he's he may be the problem, I think. And I think the way they're setting up isn't conducive to the strengths of that Dutch team. I mean, the midfield isn't bad on paper. Yeah. Wijnaldum. Um, De Jong. De Jong. Van de Beek. Uh, Van de Beek. Uh, defense. Yeah, they're not that great, um, minus Van Dyke, who obviously can't play right now. I think that's my, maybe their biggest problem. And um, the attack, Memphis is not going to be your guy. I don't. He's not an out-and-out striker. He's a goal scorer, I guess, in France, but I don't know. He, he He's really still living off of that hype from the 2014 World Cup. <laughs> Seriously, man, I, he hasn't done shit since. Yeah. He went to United to fuck all. He's in uh, Lyon right now, is it? Yeah, and Lyon. And he's rumored to go to PSG, funny He's rumored enough. to PSG and Barcelona constantly. Why those teams want him, 
fucking final. You're like, ha- haven't got a clue, man. Ha- yeah, I really... <laughs> d- I, just, I don't think he's a good player. The thing about him and the difference between somebody like him and Mikel Oyarzabal, per se, who I think Mikel Oyarzabal is a better player, Probably, more technical. yeah. He's not as marketable as, as Depay. Well, and I was just about to say that Depay yeah. looks like he's a good player. He has swag. Yeah. Yeah, he has swag. Yeah, man. and... Uh, <laughs> And, yeah, he has maybe a decent goal-scoring record in France, but... Decent free kicks as well, I will say. Yeah, I guess. He missed the penalty today, by the way. Oh, I know, yeah. Um, Well, it got blocked. Should we call that a miss? Uh, it got blocked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's like if you go up for a dunk and you get smashed at the rim, you know? Like by, I don't know, Giannis Atuntacampo, I must still say you missed a dunk. I'll say you really? missed. You didn't say he got stuffed? I mean, I'll say, yeah, I'll say a lot of things. I'll say that. <laughs> I'll say things that it's not safe for work, but, but yeah, man. Uh, I'll say I'm, a lot of things. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, I think Netherlands are definitely underperforming, and until they, they get that proper manager in, I think then they'll be able to I, be who they we thought they were. Their attack is missing something. I, I can't quite put my fucking finger on it. Uh, well, one, creativity. Um. And they don't... The wings? The wings are... I feel like, especially once they promote Jaden Braff, I think it's going to be a decent team. Uh, I think they'll be straight in, on attack. Defensively, they are missing Van Dyke though. St- straight up, you know? Not only for, for for defensive reasons, but for being conducive into the attack and passing out yeah, of yeah, presses. He's, yeah, he's really good at that. Yeah. I mean, they could have really used Serginho Dest, man. Oh, for sure. Yeah, we were and, just touching and, on uh, And my my thinking of why Des didn't go, uh, why he didn't pick the the Netherlands is because he didn't know that his that his playtime was going to be guaranteed. But brother, he walks onto that team. The, the yeah. right back. I don't. I, don't, I mean, he it? walks onto a lot of teams, bro. Straight up. Like a lot of teams, I think he walks onto as a right back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so with the exception of, of France. And maybe, like, Portugal and Spain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think he walks on to most teams after that. But, yeah, uh, yeah mm-hmm. man, I, that's crazy still that that happened. I think the U.S. got one of the best pickups they've ever gotten in, in their history, you know, in terms of dual nationals. Yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, he definitely would have made uh, Netherlands a lot better, um, especially today. But Turkey, man... Uh, Got yeah. a hat trick from uh, Birek. Uh, what the hell's his last name? Yeah, Barak Yilmaz. Uh, you know what's funny is that him and Yaziki both play for league leaders Lille. Imagine that. Alongside American Timo Weah, since we brought that up, I, I think that's brilliant um, for for Turkey to have a, a few players now that are playing at a top level since Arda Turan's rise. Rise, because since then there's just kind of like this empty space of like, okay, who's their next star? And Turan doesn't get call-ups anymore. He's aged, obviously. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it's it's nice to see for Turkey. I mean, some people who have their own allegiances may not like Turkey as a country. I get that. <laughs> uh, but I think he's, I mean, they're playing pretty good football. And I wouldn't be surprised if they sneakily qualify into the World Cup. They were, in moments, uh, just dominating possession, linking up really well from the midfield to the to the attack um i i would say netherlands didn't look good as maybe they should have 
and they haven't looked good like in maybe two years. But yeah, Fran, uh, Turkey put in pr- a pretty good performance. You yeah, know, it's totally. tough to take credit away from them as well. That free kick was beautiful, by oh, the way. And it was a good free kick. Um, a couple of shit-ass goals that maybe shouldn't have bounced that the keeper <laughs> probably could have done a little bit more. Well, that such, such is the problem when you still employ Tim Krul between the sticks, right? You know, and I, and I was, like, struggling to remember his name. And uh, even before the match, I'm like, wait, who's Netherlands keeper? They haven't been producing keepers. The only other guy that I th- can think of that I was shocked to not see there was... Um, Casper, uh, yeah, Casper Sillison, Sillison from uh, Valencia. I'm, I'm actually check right now. I didn't see him in the lineup. Is he is he Dutch? Yeah, he's Dutch. He's Dutch. That's hmm. the crazy part. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he was there. Oh shit. He was on the bench though, hmm. and he he wears the number one for Netherlands, so it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 odd. Um. But yeah, hat trick for uh, Yilmaz and uh, your guy Chan Chan Haoglu. Yep. Like, I can never say his name. Yeah, well, what a player. Yeah, uh, I was kind of making fun of him earlier because you know he's one of those players that's known just for free kicks. Yeah. Not really spectacular on the pitch. Nah. Um, he's one of those Juninho types that doesn't really do much for me. Ah. Uh. And uh, I'm sure fucking Ray Hudson lost his voice in this match. The uh, Oh, sure. The Barcelona uh, Sociedad match? Yeah, had to. Yeah. Um, Messi has 36% of uh, Barcelona's goals this season. That's. Hmm, tells you everything. Um, uh, does that mean he's a shite player or it's a shite club? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I can't. I, I prefer uh, not to speak. Then. <laughs> all right, all right. Fair play. <laughs> um. Next matchup in the in the international game is uh, Belgium uh, hosting Wales for a World Cup qualifying. Uh, three to one, three to one win Belgium. Yes, As they, they should, man. On paper, yeah. they're a better team. Yeah, they don't compare much with better, Wales. dude. And uh, Wales, not the same team that that made it to the semifinals in the last Euros. Um. De Bruyne, nice strike. Yeah. Durgan Hazard, and then Lukaku with a penalty. Lukaku. Uh, any takeaways from that? Uh, no, nah, Belgium, just a classy team. Not only did they score three goals, but they created a lot. Uh, Roberto Martinez has done a spectacular job for them in the past six, seven years now. I, mean, I want to say six, probably. But, I mean, obviously, the glaring omission is the fact that they haven't made a major competition final or or won anything but you know i think they're a fun team to watch when they, in terms of attack like yeah well they've been the dark horse for the last few tournaments yeah just due to the the players that they have um and that's the thing I like, feel like I, that's, oh, go ahead oh no i was gonna say i don't even think they're a dark horse anymore like they, they shouldn't were, be like, yeah they were from like, like the last world cup up yeah. until like these upcoming euros mm-hmm. but uh i don't know i feel like this generation is kind of going to waste yeah, but not everybody could be champion either. You no, know, it's it's, just, it's tough. Sometimes it's, tough. it's luck. Sometimes you you happen to play the team that's better. Yeah, I think their their chance is over now. I, I think they've seen the best. Bel- we've seen the best Belgium team to exist ever. And who did they lose to in the last World Cup? Was it was it um, France? I, uh, yeah, they was France. 
Yeah, see, they barely lost that one too. Yeah, oh, it was a close game, dude. Yeah. And I, and I, I loved that. I loved that game. I think for me, that was one of the best games of the tournament. I, yeah, I felt like that was going to define who won the World Cup. Yeah, because I I felt Belgium could have made a run from there. Yeah, um, and they, you know, they happened to, you know, play against the best team. Yeah, exactly. So while there's no shame in that, you know, that's just your luck sometimes, man. Yeah, like that's a, that's tournaments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I think the Euros before that. I don't know. I think they underperformed on that one. Yeah, yeah. But the, and that's the thing. Like, okay, like today, I think they're they're not. There's no a goal of getting silverware anymore. I think that's out of the picture. And they you still don't have think great they players. can win the Euros? What's up? You don't think Belgium can win the Euros? No, no, I don't think so. I think hmm. they had their best chances are behind them. I Jan Vertonghen is too old. Alderweireld has gotten older and slower as well. I think a lot of their defense that was decent is is past their prime. They do got a great keeper in Courtois, fair play, but I think they're just still an easy team to break down. Is their mm-hmm. attack at their peak? No. Uh, Hazard is is a glaring omission. I think when he's on the pitch, and I'm, talk, I'm talking about Eden Hazard, yeah. I think that's when they're at their best. If he's not there, you've lost a big level of, of quality. And, and he that's, was, Yeah, he yeah. was one of the best players in the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, he was up there. I mean, him and De Bruyne and Lukaku, that trifecta, deadly and then you had mertens in there and and you know, man they you, tore brazil yeah yeah exactly yeah. brazil i think of that game you throw in carrasco who on his days is one of the better wingers in the world i'd say like just below a tier maybe b tier um yeah. i i think but I, that's the thing i think today they're just not as good as they used to man jordi alba has such a punchable face ah man and he you know he had a great game too by the way he had a nice little assist, great season yeah he's he's such a passionate player i you know, I, I can only stand. But anyways, yeah, Belgium, I don't know, man. I, I don't fancy them for many tournaments anymore. The new Belgium for me is England in terms of potential. And, and people yeah. don't see them as a, as, a, as a World Cup finalist. I see them already like that, man. I, uh, I know that's, I'm getting ahead of myself. but England? Yeah. Why not? Because, I mean, they made the semifinals last, last time out. Well, it's just their history. Their history, man. They have, they have terrible luck in, in, the, in the World Cup, in, in the Euros. They, they just don't yeah, win many. I, you know, so not seeing them as tournament favorites is kind of a head-scratcher, in my opinion. No, they I mean, good, man. I think they haven't been for the past decade or so. They haven't been touted as tournament favorites. So this is the first time yeah. I think they can be counted as well. Oh, as I, well. I, oh I see what you mean. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're a dark horse, but... They kind of are just off the history. Maybe off of youth. Yeah, and inexperience. Yeah. They're the new kids on the block. Yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, fair um, enough. But yeah, uh, England are having a great generation right now. Oh, man. what um, The best, I think the best up there was, you know, France and Portugal. And maybe Spain you could throw in there. Maybe, uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. If Spain, I don't feel like are. They're not up there with France and Portugal. Or England. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, those are the, the top three for um, sure. Okay, so yeah, moving on from uh, from Belgium, uh, who I think can still maybe do something in the Euros, a little something. It'll be special for sure. Yeah. Um, the next game is uh, with the World Cup champions, uh, France hosting Ukraine. Um, I feel like France felt like they could walk over Ukraine. <laughs> yeah. And they did in spots, but they just couldn't put it together. They they shot and shot and shot and nothing came of it uh a wonder goal by by uh, griezmann by the way at the edge of the box far corner over the keeper yeah mm. yeah that what was a shot yeah it probably should have been called back because of var but um you know it didn't happen i think i don't think they have var in, in the 
in the World Cup qualifying. Yeah, because uh, there was a, a goal that should have gone to VAR for the Turkey match as well. And they're like, there's no VAR at this stage. So hmm. it, was, it was refreshing. Interesting. For me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, well, I uh, guess at, at least I should say it was in certain games. Because uh, I think they did actually have a VAR instance in this game, didn't they? I'm not sure. Hmm. Maybe I might be tripping, but I could have swore they said that on the on the on the cast. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, honestly, France were unlucky to concede that uh, own goal via Kimpembe. It was kind of it was just a dumb, like stupid luck, you know? Yeah, like it was a shot, like going out, obviously out, and it kind of hits Kimpembe's legs. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. I don't think Kimpembe is a really good defender. Nah, he's to not, not. To not call up. Laporte. Laporte. Uh, and there's a few others, too. There's quite a few others. Yeah. He's just like, what, what's Deshaun thinking? At this point, I think uh, Laporte should definitely go to Spain, dude. <laughs> he makes I, the, he I, would make them so much better. Yeah. I don't think he'll ever go, but I would love to see. Because I know he was working on a citizenship. Yeah. That'd be sick, man. Honestly, he goes to Spain, makes the move to Madrid, runs that left flank. Nah, fuck that. Stay, no, I would stay love at that. City. Come, come, to, come to Madrid. Man, he's been playing really good this month, too. Um, but, yeah, man, it, it is a head-scratcher. I guess that's the problem when you have so much depth. And they have they have options, but man. But that's the France. thing. How are you picking Longley over Laporte? What's the <laughs> justification there? A chemistry. Chemistry. He plays for a big club like Barca. Yeah, that shouldn't be a reason, but that, I feel like that's a thing. You know? I, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird one. It is, it is weird. Deschamps is an interesting cat. Yes, sir. Uh, but anyway... Um, France played to the level of their opponent, and uh, they drew. Yep. It's results like that, that that will make qualification a fucking headache. Yeah. That shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. But for a team that deep and that good. Mbappe, wonder boy. What's your <laughs> excuse? <laughs> ¿Y qué? No, no que sos el mejor o qué, güey? <laughs> no, no. I need to see something, bro. Hey, well, we can't talk when uh, when uh, Holland didn't do shit today. Either. To be fair, he did have an... Nah, just kidding. I really don't know. <laughs> Yeah, he did it, man. Sorloth did. Uh, the new uh, Werner for Leipzig. Uh, but uh, anyways, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, I think France will be good in the in the qualifying, but this was definitely a head-scratcher. They should have won. It's Ukraine, lads. Yeah, I'm, Ukraine I'm has nothing Like, their best player is Zinchenko. When you see him uh, doing all the... <laughs> yeah, like, it's funny how he takes the captain role so serious for them. Like, <laughs> like you're there by default because you play for the... You're like you're the best uh, team, for real. You're representing the best team out of everybody there, but that doesn't mean shit. Ah, uh, that's what you would tell him as a Ukraine player. Yeah, I'd be like, fuck uh, you. You'd be like, bro, I play next to De Bruyne. I'll have you know. He doesn't do that. That pass you just made. Ah, uh, <laughs> it's like, all right, pal. <laughs> shit. Sure. Yeah. Okay, then a notable result, Norway, just because of their players, has uh, they beat Gibraltar 3-0. to um, Why does Gibraltar even have a team, dude? Um, Gibraltar is the size of, uh, of a Midwest town, dude. <laughs> the size of the valley. Smaller than that, man. Yeah, probably. It's, it's a very small country. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, I guess the notable thing there, and uh, they had been talking about this for a good while, is that Norway has been very, uh, the, the Norwegian uh, Federation has been very vocal about uh, boycotting the World Cup because of the human rights uh, abuses uh, that Qatar is uh, 
I guess, exploiting mm-hmm. to host. Um, and I'm with it. Mm. Interesting. I'm with it. Uh, probably will watch the World Cup, but I don't feel good about it. And I, I know I've said this before. Yeah. And I think if more countries were, were able or more FAs were able to speak up, then FIFA might do something about it. Yeah. There's uh, too much There's too much money involved. I don't think it'll ever happen. Too, too much money in uh, people's pockets. Yeah. That have been had. Yeah. I, I honestly don't know why Cutter got the the bid. Yeah, no, there, there's background politics going on there uh, for oh, sure. Yeah, some shady, shady stuff going on there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's it's great for any economy to have a large influx of people come to your country. Mm-hmm. They're going to make a lot of money off of it. It's an investment, I believe, was made by but, some entity from Qatar. Oh, yeah. But, you know, you have all these FAs that are, you know, trying to... You know how we're talking about, like, the whole Black Lives Matter thing for England? Yeah. And they're, like, supportive of all this shit. It's, like, this anti, anti-gay, anti-pretty much everything uh, country... Mm-hmm. And you're going to go and, you know, support them and contribute to the influx of cash that they're going to benefit from. Don't know. I that's the thing that I feel like Qatar isn't isn't getting a fair shake as a nation. I don't. The thing is, hmm. um, they're they're obviously they don't have the standard of work conditions that are, you know, obtained in, in privileged countries like where we stay, maybe like Norway, like England. But the people running the businesses that employ these people that are working on these stadiums are are people from different countries. The the workers, in fact, are migrating from India, Bangladesh to work there with no, uh, you know, paperwork, no citizenship. So, I mean, it's just it's I don't I my, my point is it's just capitalism at, at play. But I don't I hate to diminish Qatar for for it. I mean, obviously, it's happening in their backyard. So they they deserve to have their. The fingers pointed at them, but I don't know if it's Qatar's fault so much, as much as is just the sake of profiting, you know. Well, they're well, they're doing what they need to in order to uh, get themselves in a bigger status as a footballing nation. Yeah. Uh, but the way they've gone about it and the things that have transpired for this to go on, so I, I, honestly, I don't think that the World Cup is going to be canceled or anything. No, no. It, it's just it uh, leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Just the way everything's working, the people that have died, yeah. and I know that the the people, the number of people that have died has been exaggerated. Yeah, I mean um, it, that that tends to happen. But the thing is, this is the first. I feel like this has happened before. Um, you know, uh, like there was co- whole communities gentrified in Brazil to make the World Cup happen there as well. It's like it happens all the time. Yeah, stadiums that are not. Um, not being kept up that were built just for the sake of the world cup and the olympics yeah that's true it does happen um but this world cup hits it, different it, yeah well it's one it's not ready at all like the, the 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 nation as a whole is they weren't ready they had to move the world cup to the winter yeah a lot of false promises that haven't been kept up you know uh the whole winter thing is is rubbing me. Really, what are they going to do? Are they going to move the other seasons, and that's going to affect the following seasons? Kind of like how this this past season of for COVID, yeah, just shows us how fucked up everything can get. 
Yeah. With one weird off season, I I don't. Although it's interesting, but I've heard people say that that uh, teams have wanted to switch to a different calendar year for for the longest. You know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how how true that is or how you know how much it'll affect the game, but I do. Yeah, it'll be something something wild for sure. Although now we're seasoned for it since we missed like a yeah. whole half of a season down near. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway. Um, Another notable result, Portugal beating Azerbaijan 1-0. Uh, they should be winning by a lot more. And off of not off a of known goal. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, Slovenia beats Croatia 1-0. That's pretty notable. Croatia has been you, one man. of the better countries. People sleeping on, on Slovenia, man. They have, some, they have some, some sleepers in that lineup. I mean, obviously, everybody knows Oblak, but, you know... Uh, Joseph Ilicic from Atalanta plays for them. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Oblak. <laughs> um, yeah, Croatia's got to do better, huh? Yeah. Um, well, Jokic <laughs> plays for them too. Imagine that. Bohan Nikola Jokic. Jokic? Word. Bohan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, with the names that, uh, that Croatia has versus what Slovenia has, you would think that they're better, but um, they're not. Yeah. Just kind of a shame. It's a shame um, in it. Modric was there. Modric, what's your excuse? <laughs> uh, and uh, that's it for today as far as the international games go. There's going to be more tomorrow. Um, well, let's go through those, I guess. And then we'll wrap up with our with our uh, striker uh, conversation. Oh, yeah. That we were going to have. Uh, Thursday, Bulgaria versus Switzerland. I don't care. I'm not going to give a prediction on them. I'm not very familiar. Uh, um, Spain versus Greece. Spain should win that, right? Yeah. Italy versus Ireland. Italy should get that. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ireland. Uh, what else? Um, England versus San Marino. Come on, Ollie Watkins. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about the England national team for a second. Ooh. That's a touchy subject, man. Um, well, a lot of injuries, right? Grealish. Um, uh, who else? Um, James Madison. James Madison. But w- was he a shoe in to, to get called up? Damn near. I he know. I'll take him ahead of Calvin Phillips. Yeah, but is Cal- did Calvin Phillips get called up? Yeah, he did. He yeah. did? Um, um, Ollie Watkins, man. That, that, one's a, that one's a weird one. Yeah. I mean, for Mikel Antonio to get overlooked by him? For him? Oh, yeah, that's another guy who's yeah. getting overlooked. Although, I think he's committed to Jamaica. He finally did. I'm pretty No, I'm pretty sure he's already told them like cuz they've overlooked him for years, bro. It's been it's not only this season's been seasons and yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but Danny Ings, somebody for I thought should have got called up over I'll take Parkers. I'll still take a Mikel Antonio over Danny Ings too. Whoa. Yeah, it's kind of it's you know, you feel kind of fucked up. You're like Ollie Watkins for real? Yeah, like Calvin Phillips. How do you justify that? Jude Bellingham. Like, what has he done? (laughs) Right? Yeah. Um, Saka, did he get called up? No. Saka didn't call up, but Jude Bellingham does? Okay, sleep on that. Yeah. That's another one. You're like, what? At least they didn't cock up not calling Mason Mount. At least my boy's in. (laughs) Uh, Trent Arnold also didn't get called up, right? 
Yeah, no Trent Arnold, no uh, Wamba Soccer. Yeah, Wamba Soccer. I mean, he's way down on the pecking order for right backs. Uh, England's pretty spoiled for right backs. Yeah, I mean Kyle Walker, Trips. I mean, sh- the list goes on. And Trent, I think Trent. Trent still- free. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know what uh, Southgate Southgate has his favorites. I guess. Yep. And they always talk about, well, it's not about who's in form. It's more about chemistry. Okay, but what chemistry is Ollie Watkins going to have over Mikel Antonio, for example? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get uh, uh, Calvert-Lewin got called up, right? Yeah. Fair. Um, obviously, Harry Kane's going to get a call up. I'll take Jamie Vardy over Ollie Watkins, even though he's retired. Oh, word? Yeah, easy money. You won't talk him out of that? <laughs> nah. No. Nah, that's that's easy. Like I think Jamie Vardy just should still be playing on the national team. Interesting. Yeah, he's too good not to. But I get it. He, you know, he probably retired on his own terms. But yeah, yeah, he probably didn't want to deal with all that shit too. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, England should beat San Marino quite easily. Five six nil. Yeah. But you know they won't, right? It's going to be like two zero or something. Easy. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Germany uh, playing against Iceland. I'll take Germany, I guess. Yeah. And Easy. Then, and then Saturday, the second round of the games, uh, Netherlands, Latvia, Netherlands has to win that. Um, <laughs> Croatia versus Cyprus, Croatia has to win that. Yeah. Portugal versus Serbia. That's mm. a good one. That's a good one. Two to one, Portugal. Belgium versus Czech Republic. That's a good one. Yeah. I'll take Belgium still though. Yeah. I'll take I'll still take a Suset goal though. Suchek, yeah. Uh and then Sunday. 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 A lot of games. How how are like are we supposed to keep up with this and give our informed opinions? No, that I mean this is just it's from a like a what's it called? Uh you know, a tangible perspective from the very top outermost layer. You can't really look too deep into it because you never even know how the chemistry is going to be between players that don't play on the same team consistently mm-hmm. it's always like a like a pickup game damn near yeah so like tactically there's not a, a whole lot to digest the only real thing is just kind of anticipating what formation a manager is going to do for example Southgate they're saying he's he's sticking to his five man back line which I like five man back line yeah wow you know, uh, with with wing backs who wing backs, yeah. f- function and, and can incorporate and and de-escalate and contract back into the defense, it would be interesting. But yeah, there's not a whole lot you can look into really. All right, uh, Sunday, France versus Kazakhstan. Oh come on, <laughs> gotta beat them five to zero too, right? People expect me to take Euro qualifying series, huh? Oh, this for the World Cup. No, I know. I mean, like in general, like these oh. are the teams you play, huh? <laughs> Kazakhstan. You know, fuck the fuck out of here. Gibraltar, San Marino. Spain yeah, versus Coleman Georgia. Yeah, never. <laughs> yeah. Spain versus Georgia. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. I don't um, even have to say it. England versus Albania. That's pretty easy. <laughs> I don't even have to say it. <laughs> yeah, these these games are a joke, man. Wow, a joke. It's a joke. It's not it's an absolute joke, mate. Uh Portugal versus Luxembourg. Yeah. Uh, Belgium versus Belarus. 
They managed to find two teams that start with the first three letters. Cheers. Uh, Wales versus Czech Republic. That's a good one, actually. Yeah. I'll still give it to Czech, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that's actually really close. Uh, Croatia versus Malta. Netherlands versus Gibraltar. Oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Spain versus Kosovo. <laughs> uh. France versus Bosnia-Herzegovina. Fuck, man. Yeah, these are just uh, like your all-star team just beating. It's like a, the Globetrotters beating fucking, uh, I don't know, some bumfuck town from Missouri. Yeah. Uh, Poland versus England. That should be a good one. Decent, yeah. <laughs> nah, I, I was just thinking like, damn, Poland though. Like, I mean, a, apart from Lewandowski and Blaszczykowski, who both are old now. Yeah, they don't really have anything, do they? I can't think of any. Germany versus North Macedonia. Yeah, this is... I think Olioski is their best player. Yeah, that's right. Best yeah. player since Pandev. <laughs> yeah, that's that's enough talk about the World Cup qualifiers. Um, you want to talk about the CONCACAF qualifiers? Let's... Not... Nah. No? Nah, man. Although, it'll, at least it'll probably be more competitive, but... I don't know, man. That level, that's... Like, let's, like, for example, Kits and Nevi, what the fuck is that? Against uh, Puerto Rico? Oh, uh, that those are just two non-footballing nations. Mm-hmm. Antigua uh, and whatever against Montserrat. Bro. Whoa. I, I would assume that some countries... Oh, my God, dude. This is... When do the big dogs play, man? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait until it gets to that point where it's like the final six from CONCACAF. Then it's a little more spicy. Yeah, I don't even want to get into it because it's just Guatemala versus Cuba. Like, that's not even a battle to see who wins. That's just a battle to see who's the least worse. Yeah, and but it's crazy that those two like are still some of the better teams in that region. Yeah. Like St. Kitts and, you know, you bring those teams into it. It's like the Virgin Islands, ba- mm-hmm. Bahamas. It's like... So many teams. I'd probably walk into those teams. No mm, problem. To be fair. I'll give you a good 15, 20 minutes, man. And that's enough. <laughs> nah. I, you could go full 90, wear the captain's armband, and get a statue built for you. <laughs> she, score, she, score a Your banger. choice of any gal in the land. <laughs> oh, yeah. behave. Behave. Oh, behave. All right. Yeah, so that's enough of that, man. I don't want to talk about that shit anymore. Oh, uh, Mexico's beating uh, U.S. for the... Olympic qualifying from uh, Uriel Antuna. I mean, it's possible, bro, because honestly, the U.S. took none of their really good youngsters. They they mostly sent MLS guys. So, you know what? We'll let you have that. I know, yeah. you, I know you guys performed well in the Olympics, <laughs> but once it's, it's Gold Cup time, hmm. Yeah, oh, we, got, we got more of those, too. Ahí los quiero ver, cabrón. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Well, we'll see, man. I honestly, I think it'll be a fun match. This guy here, number two from Barcelona, he's about to cook. He, he could he could run anywhere on that right flank. He's gonna cook, bro. Um, Fair enough. Let's not forget Pulisic too, man. Who said he wants to play in the Olympics? Nice. He starved for minutes, man. Shit. Yeah, that can't boy. blame him. Yeah, um, but anyway, um, I, I guess you had one little conversation that you wanted to have before we wrap yeah. this shit up. There is this big debate going on on Twitter about um, 
Benzema's clear of Aguero. And I was like, man, that's a statement. So I started seeing the views, people, what they're talking about. There's a lot of great points made by both sides of the argument. But I guess that was my question I wanted to pose to you. Okay, first, the first question is, are they close in terms of level? Mm-hmm. Or if they're not, who's better? And by and by how much and why? Yeah, You can't say that either one is not close because those guys have been world class for so many years. Yeah, a decade. So, you know. Yeah, so anyone saying that they're not close... You're full of shit. You don't watch football. You're you're not familiar with football. I would say to the more casual fan, uh, and I don't even know on if if this even counts, but maybe Aguero's not as well known as Benzema, or the other way around. Just because a lot of casual fans focus on the big names. It's it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it just kind of depends on which league you watch more. Having said that. Um, I would say Benzema is more versatile, whereas Aguero is more clinical. Because Benz is known for, like, even though he's a good finisher, he's known for his bottles. Yeah, yeah. But his build-up plays is probably his, better. Yeah, his, his playmaking is, yeah, I would say quite a bit better. Um, and I'm sure that Aguero has more goals. Yeah, that, that he does, yeah. Is it a lot? Do you know? I don't have the, I don't have the stats at hand, but mm. it's it's by you know a good few goals, like almost a season's worth, mm. like a good like thirty goals, you know okay. twenty goals, um, and he has more domestic league titles, but where where Benzema has him is the Champions League, I mean he's won four of them, that's hard to compete with. He also is like fourth or fifth all time Champions League leading goal scorers. Yeah, um, he just hit seventy, I believe. Aguero's not like super far off, but he hasn't reached nearly the same heights in the Champions League. Yeah. Another point for Aguero would be, uh, and this this is this sucks because it shouldn't be this way, but his more of his international appearances, his stats for that, uh, World Cup final appearances, you know, he's got that in his favor. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a City fan, so I love Aguero, but I still, I it's really hard. It's it, for me, it's hard to put one over the You're other. Splitting hairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then you can also make the case. Some people say, "Oh, Benzema has been carried by Ronaldo." Wow. And no, no, no people will say that for 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 in terms of the silverware. But I I would say I would look at it the other way around and say, despite having those teammates, he still found a way to stay in the lineup and shine. Mm-hmm. Not only just stay in the lineup, he was always he's always been scoring like yeah at least twenty five a gets, season. Yeah, he gets here. Yeah. Um, in all comps, at least, and then so I mean, it's tough, bro. It's I, I'm just yeah. saying. I just wanted to clear the case because there were City fans tripping, saying, "No, Aguero's clear." No, no, he's not clear either. I think it's a very close. I, I think it's a lot closer call. than anyone and, tries to make it out to yeah. seem. And Aguero's younger by like a year or a little less mm-hmm. than a year. Yeah. So he's got that going for him, but I think they're both great players, and and actually yeah. two of my favorite strikers in the game. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough to to really separate them. Um, uh, and I guess the main thing is just the fact that Benz could could have that World Cup, you know? Just the issue that he had with Deschamps. <laughs> I know. That's the shitty part, bro. He could yeah. definitely be a World Cup champion, dude. But is he better than Giroud? Ah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, totally. Giroud probably has, like, like, those goals, like the scorpion kick and the volleys and stuff. Yeah. Probably. And he has an nice, FA Cup. A better, <laughs> yeah, a better highlight reel in terms of finishes but 
Ben's his dribbles, his playmaking, passing, uh, even some finishes. <laughs> his dude Jordi Alba, such a prick, bro. Yeah, yeah, dude, he's a little piece of shit. He's the kind of guy that will spit on someone's food. Yeah, and then he and then he'll act like he didn't do shit. He's like, no, I didn't do shit. Prove like, it. Prove it. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, uh, that's a really good argument. And uh, I guess to to finish that one off, I'll take Ben's. I I guess you know where I'm going. Yeah, Ben's too. Yeah. Dang. Nah, just kidding. Kunaguero, ninety three twenty won won a, a club a title just with one goal in stoppage time. The one of the most dramatic goals you ever see. <laughs> but nah, I love both of them. I like for me this is this is um and this is not true. This is just my personal opinion and and honestly statistically you can prove me wrong easily. Those two guys are my favorite strikers of the decade, by far. Now, I'm excluding Suarez. I'm excluding Lewandowski. But I just like both of these guys. Just they're, I just love the fact that game. they've... I mean, I saw Aguero in La Liga. He he was cooking. And then, obviously, he plays for my club, so I love him for that reason. And then Benzema, I, I love loyalty. He's been at Madrid for over a decade now and routinely showed up. I don't like the fact Lewandowski went from Dortmund to Bayern. Still a great player, though. Suarez is kind of a journeyman, a mercenary. Played for Liverpool, so it's kind of hard for me to to root for him. But those two guys, Benzema Aguero, for me, my favorite strikers of the decade. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Benz is, uh, is my guy. Uh, but you can't really go wrong with any of the guys that you just mentioned. Yeah, those those for me are the, are the Mount Rushmore of the decade of strikers. Yeah. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Um, one last conversation I wanted to have. Uh, or were the bail comments mm-hmm. for uh, the, the? I don't know if you heard what he said uh, about uh, Spurs. Uh, the, there was an interview for him uh, for Wales. Oh, yeah. he was saying that he uh, he went to to Spurs to get fitness for uh, for the Euros. Yeah, and he still plans to go back to Madrid. And, and he and he, you know, the plan is to get fit, play the Euros, and go back to Madrid. And uh, you know, that's as far as I planned out. People were shitting on him for it. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's inappropriate. I mean, listen, when when Bale was going to Spurs, everyone was like, "Well, he's, you know, he wants to play Euros. He's going to need some playing time. What better chance than go to 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 Spurs?" So now that he actually acknowledges it, and he probably said it, and he probably could have said it or worded it better, but now that he says it, it's a problem. Uh, everyone's a, everyone's a fucking critic, man, because. If if he beats around the bush and doesn't comment on his future, oh well, he's he's like he's hiding something and he's not being upfront and he's mm-hmm. like being mischievous in the background. No, he's being honest with his plans. He's not leading on any Spurs fans for hope that he's going to resign. Re, uh, he's he's letting the manager manager for Spurs to like know where he stands, and he's kind of throwing a ball in Zidane's court now. Yeah, well, it, like Zidane, did you did you see me these past weeks? This is what I can do. Let's hash it out, and if he's still there next season, let's do something, you know. Yeah, and um, and he's under no illusion that Spurs are going to spring for signing him another season. Yeah. So for any Spurs fan or any Spurs, anyone commenting on behalf of Spurs to get offended for it, well, answer me the question: Did you want him back for a second season? I would. Yeah. I would assume that the answer is no. Yeah, and I mean, even from a monetary standpoint, yeah, it's like just not feasible yeah. and that's the main thing is the money yeah now madrid and you know for the sake of madrid you know we're stuck with that wage well fuck it you know yeah yeah when when they signed the contract it was a good deal now it's not 
oh well you know you, you eat that up for a year and like I said fuck it oh well yeah I uh, thought it was refreshing I thought oh, his his you know bluntness and him just being straight up about it was yeah like I, I wish more players did that yeah I wish Aguero would do that like I wish Aguero would be like listen the me and the club we're, we're here uh, this is my plan but you know not everybody can has the privilege to be that vocal and, and transparent because there's money at stake too you know yeah but in Bale's mm-hmm. case like you said he's promised that money he's going to get it anyway so yeah it's not a big I deal I mean who's going to give up what is 600,000 a week yeah it's <laughs> fucking hell who's going to give that up not I nah nobody man yeah in the best one of the best countries in the world for the, one of the best clubs in one of the best cities like fuck. I mean and he's guaranteed playing time with Wales yeah, which exactly. is his true passion is to represent them. Yeah, yeah, that's where he feels like yeah. uh, welcomed and loved. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'd like to see him make a redemption season uh, with next season, maybe with a new manager, maybe not. But uh, you with know, try to Madrid? end it on a on a on a good note. I feel would would be refreshing and promising for him going forward if he wants to sign with a club again once his contract expires. Yeah, I don't see him retiring. He's too good to retire unless he's already thinking like mls type shit you know that that's a possibility yeah. although i think he's still he still can play at a top level i think so too man and he's shown it yeah um, i mean he's not the same bail that you know obviously we've come to know and love but he's still he can still be impactful at a big team you know yeah yeah um on that note i think we're, we've settled everything that we've wanted to talk about this week right yeah anything else no, no, I mean, I think that we touched on everything, yeah. All right. All right, well, it's Bottled Soccer Talk number 40. Uh, we leave you guys on the international break. We'll be posting goals and stuff and, uh, I don't know, messages if you want. If not, yeah, whatever. You know, <laughs> the breezy way. <laughs> All right, man, well, it was a good time, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up next week. Yes, sir. All right. All right.